Welcome to Sisterly Situations. Welcome. I'm Sherilyn. And I'm Missy. And today, our situation... Is that we're in the same place. <laughs> we're in the same place. We're in person together, which is kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Since we live on opposite ends of the country. Mm-hmm. And that same place is actually not on either of our home. We are here commandeering our beautiful aunt's dining room table. Hi. Hey. She's taking pictures of us. <laughs> <laughs> actually, this is great. We could put them on our website. Yes. That would be so cool. <laughs> I got to go clean the house. <laughs> that's our aunt real looking at the background of the pictures and saying man i gotta clean this out and so it's kind of a funny story how we got here because we planned these trips very separately mm-hmm. so i was just kind of saying hey i want to go spend some time with my aunt i want to get out of my little townhouse by myself with myself <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this chick so much. I don't want to spend so much time with her. I want to leave. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love you so much. I love you. Wow. This is adorable. This is beautiful. We're posing for a picture. We are. This is so cute. She's staging everything for us. I love, I love it. it. <laughs> I love it. This is amazing. So, yeah, we planned our trips to New Jersey very separately this time. Very separately. And then you said, uh, I was on the phone with you, and you were like, hey. Well, you were already planning on coming to New Jersey. I was planning on coming to Jersey. And I didn't know. I texted both aunts and said, hey, it's beginning of May. I kind of want to just come visit. It's been a while. Weather's going to finally break, and I can get out of here, and I want want hugs and be around people. I don't know if you can hear my chewing. (laughs) I don't know. She's eating a bagel. I'm eating a bagel right now. Matzos, matzo crackers, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you, I think you're Jewish. Yeah. Are you Jewish? No, but they're Jewish. No, but they're they Jewish. Okay. <laughs> and then we were on the phone and you said you might be coming to New Jersey and mm-hmm. on this trip. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, when? That week I'm going to be in Jersey. And you were like, what? Why? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. So my friend Danielle. I'm mm-hmm. trying to give you like give you opportunity to finish chewing. I really appreciate it. I'm still <laughs> so you chewing. You can tell your story. I'm still chewing. <laughs> I'm like, here's some filler in the story so that she can finish <laughs> and she can swallow. And take a sip of water. And take a sip of water. Because we're just real people. We're just humans. Um, I finally got to sleep a little bit. And yes. so I did not, like, I woke up and did not eat breakfast or anything. So I still have meditate today. All that stuff. So. That's okay. So, yeah, my friend's moving to, moving back to the East Coast from the West Coast. And so I, and I love road trips. And I just needed a vacation from my home life. So I was just like, yeah, let me hop in the car with you. And then I'll spend a couple of days in New Jersey and see some people. So when I called you, I said, so this is when we're thinking about going, hopping in the car and driving across the country. You were like, wait, what date? I'm going to be there already. What? And so that was, it was crazy. Because I'm sure you would have come up anyway after I told you that, but it was just pretty convenient that you were already planning on it. Yeah. And it just happened, I probably would not have been able to if it had been a week when I had my daughter, but Mm -hmm. she happened to be with her dad. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I just want to get out. And Mm -hmm. because usually during the weekdays, because of school, we can't do that. Right. Not that I don't want to bring my daughter to see my family, because obviously I always right. do. But, yeah, we can't interfere with school. But, yeah, so you flew to meet her. Yeah, so she was leaving from Oregon, and I was coming from Southern California. So I flew into Salt Lake City to meet her, and then she and I drove the rest of the way. We ended up getting into New Jersey a day earlier, like a almost like a full 24 hours before I expected to. You beat me here. I did. I beat you here. How did you drive from Salt Lake City and make it to New Jersey faster than I did from Virginia? (laughs) (laughs) I have a five-hour drive. You've got like a four-day drive. (laughs) Because you you woke up at 4.20 a.m. 4.20 (laughs) a.m. I was like, wow. I did. 
I decided that instead of coming Friday night, I needed to sleep. It was four because I had not slept well the night before at all. So I was like, I'm going to take a nap. And then I right. slept through most of the night. I woke up at 4.20 in the morning. I was like, all right, well, the road. guess I'll hit the road now. So, yeah, and I had already been there since the night before. Do you want to hear about my flight? I do. She's been teasing this flight story. So now we've been here for... Well, like, don't say all this. Now it's going to be a big build-up and not in it. <laughs> She's been teasing me with the story. <laughs> of, I have to tell you the flight story because it's yeah. funny. I have a funny flight recordable. story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the amount of flights I've taken in my life, this is my first, like, funny on the flight funny flight story like of this nature I do have another flight story that's just not it, it's more funny in retrospect this one was funny while it was happening um what happened? so what's the situation here's the situation so this part was not the funny part it is now this is the retrospectively funny part <laughs> but there was a part where it was hilarious while it was happening so it all started with my girlfriend saying the night before what time do you need to be at the airport and me say, I had a 6.15 flight, and so I said 5.30, and she was like, don't you think that's cutting it close? And I was like, nah, because over the last two years, not realizing during COVID, anytime I flew that early in the morning, the airport was dead. Nobody else was in there, so I really only needed 15 minutes, so I was like, 45 will be fine. Well, we're not living in that full shutdown, no travel world anymore. I'm not the only one traveling anymore. So when I got there at 5.30, it was pretty packed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and so the first thing, I walk in and I'm like, I can't even find the sign that says gate. So I'm like looking around and I'm like, I don't even know which direction to go in for the gate. So I, I had to ask somebody, I was like, which direction is the gate in? She's like, it's all the way at the end this way. I was like, okay, great. So, uh-huh, <laughs> or where's security? I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm jumping the gun. I was looking for security. And so she was like, it's all the way at the end over here and turn down that hallway. Okay, great. So I finally saw it. I was like, oh, security. It says it right there. I saw I run to security and there is a line through security. I expected like a little bit of a line, but there was like, you know, what is that called when it does the back and forth? What those those ribbons? Do we know what those are called? I have no idea. But you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When I hope the listeners know what I'm talking about because <laughs> they can't see me doing the doing hand thing. Like, yeah, like when you're at an amusement park and the line is like doing like an F shape. Yeah. Forth, yeah. Kinda. They can't see you doing you're the hand leaving. line either, but. Well, I'm trying to think of the words. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. When you're sort of leaving, and it's, yeah, it's like a snake shape that you're going through. Yeah, yeah. There's a, and there's a word. The line. <laughs> and there's a word for those things. I just can't think of it right now. I didn't know there was a word for it. There is. I just, <laughs> I just can't think of it. So anyway, it was, there was people filling up that snake L shape, snake L shape, that snake shape weaving line thing. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> Everybody can relate to this I feel this like situation. everyone can relate to this Everyone who has ever stood in a line anywhere yes. is like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> so I'm standing there, though, and I am tapping my feet, and I'm like, anxiety all the way. Like, I had, and looked, you know, I had 25 minutes until my flight left, and I'm in this line. And I was like, okay. Hopefully this line only takes like five of those minutes, but it was, but I could see that it wasn't going to. So I'm like watching the clock. I'm tapping my toes. I'm like, oh my gosh. Did you start timing like how long it takes people to go through and then I counting people? Almost, I do that. I'm always like, so it takes about 35 seconds per person. So we've got one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would have made myself a little bit crazier than I was already making myself. That makes the time go that. faster because then all of a sudden. All right, yeah, but you're also creating all this anxiety while you're doing that, like extra on top of it. So no, what I did was, which I think was, I think what I did was better for me. You texted me. (laughs) I texted you and Jamie and Danielle, all of you, trying to convince myself it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. Trying to speak in that language so that I'm manifesting (laughs) that I'm going to make it because I'm actually afraid I'm not gonna. So. (laughs) 
<laughs> I texted all you, all of you guys and said, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it. And then I realized I was like tapping my foot and my body was like super anxious. And so I stopped myself and I was like, you are not able to control anything by tapping your foot and making yourself anxious here. Right, like the line's not going to move any faster. The line's not going to move any faster no matter what's going on in my brain or if anything, like whatever energy comes out of my body. Um, I am not in control. So this is where my meditation practice really helped me. And I took a big breath and I just focused on my breathing. And I got through security and barely got my shoes on but did not get my laptop back in my bag. So I'm holding my laptop. I'm holding my purse. I I got my big old backpack on me. I barely slipped my shoes on. And I ran because now I realize my gate is at the end. The other end? Not the other end, but the end of this one. It's the last gate in the line. (laughs) So I was like, oh, my gosh. So I thought it was going to be all the way at the other end. So here's here's the text message. (laughs) I text you, and I'm like, safe travels, love. 20 minutes later, thank you. And then, like, an hour later, running to security. (laughs) Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a little nervous, but this line seems to be moving. You're going to be good. I'm good. I'm good. Ah! I woke up late, but it's fine. I'm going to make it. You're going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> More than 20 minutes. Oh, by the way, the I'm good, I'm good, ah! and I woke up late, but it's fine. I'm going to make it. So it's five different <laughs> text messages all within... A minute of each, of each other. This is me standing there tapping my foot in right. the security line. <laughs> Made it with one minute left. <laughs> yeah, so, so I saw, right, so I saw the gate. So I got through security after I sent all those panicky text messages. And then I I ran. I So I have my laptop in my arms, my purse, one of my sweaters, I think both of my sweaters, and ran to the gate. I get there and she's they're about to shut the doors and she made it with one minute left and so that's when I while I was walking down I had my phone in my hand because I had my ticket on my phone so while I was walking down to the plane type two made it with one type two you made it with one minute left as I'm approaching the door I hear them go okay you can shut the doors and I was like wait <laughs> I'm right outside the door so I got on the plane <laughs> The day before traveling, I got my period, okay? Oh, my goodness. So the morning of, I'm really bad. I don't like tampons. They hurt, and so I do often. This might be too much information, but this is the story. It gets gross. It gets a little gross from here on out. So Trigger warning. Trigger warning. If you don't like periods. (laughs) Yeah, and if you don't like periods, stop listening. Um, like I said, I don't like tampons. They hurt. I tend to like free bleed a lot. I'll put on black underwear or put a black towel under me and just call it a day. And we need to get you those, those Sphinx underwear. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. All that being said, I woke up late. I panicked, blah, blah, blah. All of this is going on. I get on the plane and I sit down. Actually, right before I sit down, I feel a little, a little wetness in there and I was like oh god I hope that's sweat and then I'm not leaking (laughs) and then I sit down and I'm like oh I'm leaking a little I have to go to the bathroom like right now and I'm the last person on the plane and they're shutting everything and sitting everybody down and you know getting ready to start rolling immediately as soon as I sit down so I was like I'm just here hope I don't leak (laughs) and and I'm sitting between two men so I'm in the middle of I'm in the middle seat there's strange men on either side of me, so I can't even, I don't even feel like I can, do, I could have, but I didn't want to make anybody uncomfortable, I guess. Check, you know, look at my pants to see if I'm bleeding through. <laughs> so I'm just kind of accepting my fate there in the middle seat. I'm just kind of like, okay, whatever. Turn on my podcast, listen to it while we're taking off, trying not to think about it because Again, no control. I have none, even in this scenario. Just submit to what is happening. I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so finally we're in the air, and they turn off the no sleeping, the no sleeping, they, <laughs> they turn off the, the seatbelt sign. 
you turn can off get up. the seatbelt sign so you can get up and go to the bathroom. It took a minute though because we get up there and it's cloudy and there's and it's kind of raining a little bit and there's turbulence. So they don't even do it as soon as they normally do. So I'm sitting there like waiting for this seatbelt light to go off so I can go check my leakage situation. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as they do, I turn to this guy and he's asleep. And I'm like, oh my God. How did he fall asleep with all that turbulence and everything? Well, so he, the guy to my left by the window is full on snoring. So the guy to my right in the aisle his eyes are just shut. So I'm like, is he fully asleep or is he maybe a little bit of awake? So I'm like sitting here like staring at this guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to wake him up if he's actually sleeping. But like I have to go take care of this period situation. So I was like looking at him and like oh, kind of just waiting it out, you know. And so finally his eyes are open. And I was like, hey, I got to kind of go to the bathroom. So he gets up and I go... When I go into the bathroom, I realize there's blood everywhere in my underwear. There's some in my pants. A little bit, though. It's only a little bit blood through. I was like, okay, great. And it's dry, though. So it's, it was a very light leakage, but it was still, like, my underwear was, I threw them out. <laughs> and my pants had, like, a bot like this big. But it was light. Like, about the size of a quarter. Two quarters. Yeah, a fifty cent, a fifty cent, a fifty cent. <laughs> so, but it, but it was like you could tell that it was light bleeding because it wasn't like dark. You know, mm-hmm. it was just a little bit, so it wasn't too bad. But you could tell if you were. It didn't look like you murdered someone. Right, right. But if someone's really checking out your crotch, like the. Like but only if I'm, but only if I'm sitting there spread legs <laughs> like this and you're staring straight on kind yeah. of thing. Like, that would be the only way. Speaking it out like feral wolves. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, they're going to find me if they're, if they're that. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. They're, the, the airplane bathroom is tiny, right? And I did not throw my underwear away right away in the... At, like in the airplane I just and because I've got sneakers on and I don't want to take it all off and go through this whole thing and I hear voices outside of the bathroom door so I feel like somebody's waiting for the bathroom so much pressure I hate going to the bathroom on a plane because I feel like everybody is like what's happening in there yeah I often really don't care but this was a special scenario and I'm like trying to fix my mess and like trying to figure out realize I never asked this that morning when I woke up and I went to the bathroom and took my tampon out, never put a new one in, which is why all this leakage happened in the first place. Because it was after day one, it wasn't that heavy. So, yeah, normally I don't really care what's going on. Like, often I'll even take pictures in the bathroom and stuff, you know. Like, I usually don't really care. But I hear, like, but because we had been in turbulence and, like, I felt like everybody was waiting for the bathroom. I just happened to get it when it was empty, you know, and so right. I was like, oh, maybe now there's a line forming. Mm-hmm. So I am trying to figure out how to make it so that my underwear doesn't bleed more blood into my pants. And, you know, I got a tampon in. It's fine. That that part I figured out. But apparently I hadn't been wearing one all morning. <laughs> and, and that's why I had this whole leakage situation. And then so I'm like, how do I get it so that my underwear the blood in my underwear doesn't, like, seep through into my pants more. Toilet paper. So I'm sitting there with the toilet paper, and I'm squatted over this toilet, and I'm, like, trying to wrap my underwear and everything. And it turns out I hadn't, I hadn't locked the fucking bathroom door. Oh, my so God. I'm in the middle of all this, and somebody opens the door and sees my hoochie and the toilet paper all over, oh. and there's women, thank God, three women outside the bathroom and all of us look at each other and go, oh, (laughs) Oh. (laughs) you've got a situation happening right here. (laughs) So I was like, okay, they probably think I'm 12 and having my first period. (laughs) This is the one time when you're the 
the fact that you look like you're 12 actually yes. works to your benefit because they're like, oh, she hasn't figured this out yet. We're just going to give her some time. And, and like I'm wearing long sleeves and everything, so you can't see all my tattoos. I'm not like, you know, you can't really tell how old I am, hopefully. I'm like, but I just, I, I oh, like, we've all been there. Oh my like, gosh. Everybody at some point in your life has been caught off guard by this horrible curse on women. <laughs> And you've been like, oh, fuck. And I <laughs> But usually you don't get witnessed by three strangers. <laughs> no, usually we lock the bathroom door. I, yeah. <laughs> oh. So that's my airplane story. That's your airplane story. Mm-hmm. That was worth the three-day wait. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I was very humbled on that airplane ride. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Man. Well, so then you get to Danielle. (laughs) Yeah. And, oh, and so as soon as I land, I text her, and I'm like, I got to find some hydrogen peroxide as soon as possible. Because <laughs> not only did I bleed into these light gray pants. Oh, my God, you're wearing light-colored pants. I'm wearing light-colored pants. Well, I thought. Have you not been getting it every month for the last <laughs> 10 years? Way longer than 10 years. And but... 20 years? Not 20. Yeah, close. 15? 15 years, probably. Wait, years. how old am I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're good. we're probably closer to twenty years than fifteen, but in between there, yeah, <laughs> we can call it fifteen. And you're like regular, yeah. <laughs> so this isn't like a surprise. There was a point in our lives when Missy was like the moon. Every time there was a full moon, Missy was bleeding. It's now the so, new moon. Now I'm, it's I'm still the new moon. on the moon. She's shifted, but yeah. she's definitely a moon child. <laughs> like you know, the phase of the moon. Oh, it's a new moon. <laughs> or like for some reason every time I come to see you or every time yeah every I'm on time my period. I see you you're bleeding yeah I was like oh my god I feel like this is unhealthy and you're like it's every 28 days I'm like really I feel like that's a lot <laughs> because yeah. I am the polar opposite yeah you are your schedule is your cycle is not like really a cycle <laughs> it's it, uh, yeah it's one of those things where if I'm not on any type of birth control and I'm just free flowing in my life it's like twice a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two, three times a year. I'll have like a really rough three days. Hey, listen, everything else can go wrong. <laughs> True story. Oh, her and my mother or your mother? Really? Our mother. Oh, well, thanks, Aunt Laura, for... <laughs> Your jeans, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. She was very frequent. <clears throat> I'm sitting here going, that seems so unhealthy. You shouldn't be bleeding so often. She's like, no, you're supposed to get it monthly. You're supposed to get it monthly. I'm like, really? It's not necessary. I feel like that's overkill. No, it's not necessary. <laughs> the answer to that question is, no, it is not necessary. <laughs> it's completely fucking unnecessary <laughs> to be factual. To be actually factual. <laughs> no. We really need to, our bodies need to evolve to catch up to the fact that we do not need to be, yes. like, by the phase of the moon to know how fertile we are anymore. Like, there's got to be a way we can evolve. Ah. <laughs> in humanity. Somehow, I don't know how to kick off evolution. I understand it takes a long time, but it's time to kick this off. <laughs> what do we need to do this part, right? Right? <laughs> Shelby has always said it's backwards. We should be getting, we should believe so that our body tells us that we're pregnant instead of the other way around. And I was like, yeah, girl, I feel the same way. Well, you can't because that's the Yeah, it's got to change is what we're saying. It's got to change. We understand why it does it the way it does it. And it makes sense, but it's unnecessary. unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we should just get, like, a text message that says, hey, girl, you good? A text message. <laughs> like, Mother Nature. Hey, like, girl. hey, girl, you good? <laughs> hey, girl, good job. <laughs> That's one of the things I never understood. I had a lot of friends in, like, high school, and they'd go on the pill to get regular. And I was like, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you skip. That's great. Because <laughs> yeah, they're scared. 
Well, they weren't sexually active. It's like, I want to be on the pill because I don't get my period like every month like you're supposed to. And I was like, if your body is not doing it every month, thank, thank God. Like, don't be. Yeah, here's my thing is your body is your best medicine. It, it is made to heal itself. So if your body yeah. is not giving you your period naturally, like, don't, don't fuck it. with your hormones. Like, you know, even on a deeper level, I just wouldn't fuck with your hormones. Yeah, I mean, but to that extent, when with birth control, I was like, you know what really fucks your hormones? Pregnancy. Getting pregnant. Like, that really fucks with your hormones. <laughs> Way worse. <laughs> Way worse. So, mm-hmm. but I, w- I did not like being forced to have a period. So I did not stay on the pill very mm-hmm. long. I found other alternative forms of birth control where I could just not get a period. And I was yeah. like, that's cool. It took me a long time to realize that I can make the decision to not take birth control. So I went natural because I feel much better that way. Yeah, I don't have... The one thing is, since I don't have a regular enough cycle, I couldn't take that risk. <laughs> like, no, we don't know when I could be fertile right. or when not. So yeah, but then I didn't want to get pregnant. Yeah, um, that's different. So And when I was not on birth control because I wasn't active, then... I got active before, <laughs> I got active. before <laughs> precautions were taken. But now I have my little, I, I call my little IUD, my um, knight in shining plastic armor. Knight in <laughs> shining plastic armor. <laughs> he's, he's protecting this queen from invasion. There you go. Foreign, there you go. <laughs> so I met Danielle in Salt Lake City. Oh, my God, and you getting situated on the car. So I called you to be like, all right, this is about the time. Because I was on a field trip with Guinevere that day for school. And then when I was done with that, like with, before, like field trip's done, I'm going to leave and I'll pick her up at the end of the day. I call you, and you're getting, like, situated in the car. And this was the funniest thing to listen to. Like, her just trying to get situated and comfortable. And she's like, I got to figure out how to sit. And she was so uncomfortable. It was so hilarious. I had to figure out how to sit in the car because I didn't want to leak all over just in case. I mean, it was dried at that point, but I wasn't really, like, 100% sure what the situation was. (laughs) So I needed to find hydrogen peroxide because that's how you clean out blood. Anybody who doesn't know, if you bleed in your pants or commit a murder, hydrogen peroxide. (laughs) <laughs> the way to go. Yeah, don't try and bleach it. Yeah, I think that's how serial killers get caught. Get caught. I, I kind of have this theory that there are just as many female serial killers as there are males. Uh-huh, but, but females are better at cleaning up blood. Yeah. Yep. I think that's the thing. But I don't know, because I'm not a scientist to know, like, that the UV light wouldn't work just as well if you clean up with peroxide versus bleach. Oh, well, let's check all of my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Let's figure out. I don't want to invest in a black light, though. This isn't 1994. <laughs> Yo, listen, the 90s are coming back, and uh, Sam was talking about putting a black light in her room, and I looked at her, and I was like, is this the 90s, Sam? She was like, yeah, always. <laughs> coming back. It's time. But um, All right, well, you let me know how that goes. I will. The black light and the underwear out. situation. We're going to test out. I'm going to have all my pants with all my underwear. <laughs> no, not all of them, but because... <laughs> But a lot of them. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Salt Lake City got there, got situated eventually, got to gas stations, hoping that they would have, like, a mini bottle of hydrogen peroxide. Found Tide to go. Didn't even you try to use the Tide to go, though, to be honest with you. It was just done. I think that makes it worse or harder to get out. Well, I was afraid to try it. So, But I was like, I'll get it anyway in case I spill something else on me or whatever. You know? uh, that's a fair point. So I just, so that's why I grabbed it anyway. Totally spill things. Mm-hmm. As we learn. I, I mean, I spill things more often than you do. Yeah, you do. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a thing you do. That's the thing I do. <laughs> Stay still when the wine spills. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, because my sister can't stop spilling wine on people. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was so funny. So we were out with my aunt, and yeah. I talked with my hands like any respectable Jersey girl. Respectable. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, moved my hands, and it hits the wine glass, and the wine glass is mostly empty, fortunately. It's never when I'm drunk. It's always, no, like, it's when I've had even, one drink. Not even, you took one sip of it, I swear. No, I drank most of that wine the other night. 
Oh, well, when you did it to Dean, it was oh, like yeah, a full glass. <laughs> when I did it to our stepmother. On Mother's Day, a few years ago, mm-hmm. we went to lunch. I had had a really horrible morning. Guinevere was like three years old, and she, I was laying on my sister's bed, and Guinevere comes over, and she like jumped on my back, and it was like her elbow or her knee or something hit my spine. And I was like, not in pain, because I couldn't feel anything. Like, I suddenly lost feeling. I was like, I think my toddler just paralyzed me. And Missy's like panicking. She's like, roll over, roll over. I was like, panicking. <laughs> I was like, she's like, do all these things. <laughs> she's like, move. She was like, I need you to roll over. And I was like, I don't think you understand. I physically and incapable of doing that. I am really trying. I cannot move right now. Couldn't, like, move my toes or anything. Like, I was like, try to move. And I was like, I can't. I can't move right now. I'm pretty sure my toddler just paralyzed me by jumping on my back. Eventually, like, it starts to really, really hurt. And so I move over. Uh, I roll over. I'm okay. I'm not paralyzed, fortunately. But I was in a lot of pain, and it was a really crappy day. And Guinevere was three, so she was awful. Because three-year-olds are just terrorists. So, yeah, like, I don't know why they say terrible twos. It is terrible threes, for sure. I know why they say terrible twos. The really hard thing about two-year-olds is they can't communicate, so they start to have temper tantrums because they're frustrated without being able to communicate with you. But at three is when they're testing boundaries. So it's a deliberate sort of I'm pushing buttons. Yeah. So like, because I don't, I don't know where the line is, and maybe you're done with how cute I am at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, how far is my cuteness gonna take me right. that I can get away with? And well, in Guinevere's case, extremely cute and got away with murder. <laughs> yeah, but she was getting away with a lot less with me at that point. Mm-hmm. She was getting older, and but a lot more at daycare because she's the cutest kid. Yeah. Oh, and you had goodness. to ha- I remember you having to have a talk with them about that. Right. Yeah. I was like, listen, listen you can't I know give she's her cute, but you can't give her the special treatment because you're creating a little jerk. Like, yeah. She's gonna be an asshole. Stop doing this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it turned out to be true. Like yeah. they, they started to have problems with her as she got older. Yeah. And I was like, Well, you created a little bit of a monster. She doesn't do that at home. Yeah. Yeah. Stop giving her special treatment. And the other teacher was able to get her better in line. But anyway. Circling so, back. Circling back. We go to, um, so we go to lunch, and I was, and we're sitting there, and I was like, I really want a glass of wine. Like, I really, I really just want a glass of wine. It's my Mother's Day, too. Like, we're going out with my stepmother, but we're both mothers. Yeah, yeah, like this lunch, we were taking her out to lunch for her Mother's Day, but, but you were like, yeah, it's Mother's Day for me, too, duh. Right, so we had this whole, like, debate. We did. We had a whole whole conversation conversation about it. Making sure it's okay. And I was like, yeah, you're an adult. Do what you so want to do. So she gets there. We order food and everything. My glass is mostly full. and Yeah, like point, all the way full. She took one sip, maybe. <laughs> I was like a couple of smaller sips. I was sipping on it. And anyway, and I turned to Missy and I'm talking to her. And I talk with my hands like any respectable Jersey like girl. Like you're doing now. And I, I <laughs> knock over the glass and it goes all over my stepmother's like lap. It poured directly all, all over her. Right. <laughs> Not even on the seat. Like, none of it got nope. on the floor. It all got on nope, her. The floor was clean. Yep. She was soaked. Yep. It was, oh, my gosh. It was horrible. Horrible. It's still uncomfortable. And this was, like, five years ago. <laughs> it was so, yeah, so a few nights ago, she did the same thing. By the way, she's. Not only pouring glasses of alcohol into our family's lap, but they're <laughs> sitting across from her. I'm next to her both times. No, so Jean was next to me at Applebee's. Or where did we go? TGI Fridays. We were at TGI Fridays, and we were like, you were, was, you were we to were my left. We might, yeah, we might have been we on were left. At, like around. Table. And you were in the middle of us. Yeah. I was on opposite sides than her. Yeah. And you were to my left. You were in the middle of me and Guinevere. Oh, I forgot Guinevere was even there because... Yeah, she was still there. <laughs> the whole thing with the wine. And she wanted to sense. sit next to Aunt Missy, and I was like, yeah, yeah you, can, you can stay over there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. She, yeah, she was covered in wine, and that was a fun time. Well, and then, yeah, then we, when you did it to Anton, we were sitting across from the table. And, like, yeah. it just... These wine glasses fly across the table and land on the person's lap. 
Well, so for Antoine, it wasn't fully. It on wasn't her lap. nearly as full. No. It was not all on her lap. It was to the Some side. Some made it onto the floor. It got mostly like her arm and the and like the table a little bit. So and the fabric of her sweater, it kind of rolled off instead of soaked in. Instead of soaked in, yeah, which was fortunate. But also, Antoine would not have been nearly as mad about the no, situation. No, no, she was not. But it was funny because you were like, it's so cool how you just, like, froze in that moment. She was like, yeah, stay still when you spill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, good for you for not panicking. You just sat there and watched it. All of us in slow motion. Yeah. Like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> <And then> she... <laughs> so we decided I need a T-shirt for when we go to these events and I'm going to have just a glass of wine, not if I'm going to get tore up, because then I seem to be fine. You seem but to if be I'm going to have wine. one drink, I'm going to sit there, I need to wear with my your hands folded in your lap. But I, I need to have a t-shirt with the wine glass spilling. Yes. Stay still during the spill. Stay still during the spill. <laughs> That's right. That's right. How to, how to hang out with Cheryl when she's sober. <laughs> when she's sober. <laughs> how to hang out with sober Cheryl. Because drunk Cheryl will not spill. <laughs> No, because that's, that's alcohol abuse. <laughs> or a stemless glass. There are stemless glasses, which is what I have at home. I don't really use... I have stemmed glasses. Is that the issue? Is that, it, that it's a stemmed glass and it's too so tall? It's higher? Mm-hmm. I think that's it, because that's right around where my hands are. <laughs> For our listeners, she is, she's got both of her hands in front of her, and then, like, as if you're saying, I don't know, but you're, like, pushing stuff out of the way to each side. She's like, violently, I don't knowing. <laughs> About the height that my hands are from the table because I'm mm-hmm. short. Yeah, I'm surprised was... you haven't smacked the microphone yet or your water bottle. Oh, you almost just did. If stemless glasses are the way to go. Then that's, then that's the way to go. Yeah. Then that's the way to go. Yeah. So that was what Saturday night that, that was happened. Saturday night. You had arrived on so I arrived in town on Friday night, and then you came in on Saturday morning. morning. And then so that was Saturday night. And I'm realizing so circling back to like us ending up here together and all the plans and stuff that we had made. Every plan that we made has gotten shifted and moved around. Oh, yeah. And especially when it comes to recording. Like, we've been wanting to record the whole time, but, like... Every single day. We've been like, so we'll record during this time. Okay. No. 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 We're going to record during this time. Okay. Well, we'll just record a little bit later. Yeah. So now here we are, the day before The last leave. day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got it figured out. We've sat been down. together four days. Yeah. And... Yeah. But, so, but at the same time, like, we've been together, but I've also been torn. I've been pulled in so many different directions. Yeah. You know, our parents want to see me. My friends want to see me. Then there's, you know, different family members, grandma and grandpa, and then Uncle Steven, and then this and that, which is wonderful. And like my girlfriend said, it's it's lovely that there's that many people that love you and want to see you. I love that. And if any of you guys are listening, I love you. Thank you so much. This is not about you. This is about me and my poor planning. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, so here's here's what happened. Missy came for Christmas a few months ago. Oh, Lord. For a day. Yeah, 36 hours to be pretty exact. Yeah, so she flew in, and it was really kind of a surprise for my aunt's birthday, because her birthday is Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. And so she flew in. On the 23rd, I flew in at night. She flew in late at night on the 23rd. And I was flying out early on the Christmas 25th. Day. Yeah. yeah, Christmas morning she's flying out yeah. so that she could spend Christmas back in California with her girlfriend. Yep. So it was really just for Christmas Eve, and it was a beautiful moment where Antoine's coming home from work on Christmas Eve, and she's coming through the door, and she's like, what's going on? And I'm recording. Mm-hmm. Like, she comes around the corner, or she comes over. As she comes through her house, she sees Missy in the kitchen. She's like, Oh my God, it's beautiful. And she's like, I knew something was going on, but I didn't know what. Yeah. Beautiful little like video. And and Cheryl I posted, posted it on Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> so the entire family is. Aunt Laura saw it. <laughs> so the entire family is pretty oh, 
pissed uh-huh. that they're not going to see Missy on Christmas. Like, yeah, it was gonna... posted also. It was posted on Facebook after I'd already left. Yes. Yeah, it was posted after. I think. I, I think it posted on Christmas Day or late Christmas Eve. So, like, I was on my way out or, I mean, yeah. I was only there for 36 hours. Right. So, it was posted, and I posted the video of the girls coming upstairs from playing in the basement, um, in the playroom downstairs. Yeah, that was cute. They came upstairs, and they were like, Missy's here. Here's a Missy. And it was so sweet, and they're hugging you and everything. And it was a beautiful, beautiful, sweet moment. Mm-hmm. And so, I wanted to share that because it was beautiful. And naturally. Naturally. And, and I, I didn't say. This situation for Missy. But I didn't. We did. Because I never said, hey, don't post anything and and also that was fun for you to share so honestly I am not mad that you shared that no but it has all. had a but ripple I, effect but it has had a ripple effect and it that the effect the ripple effect did affect me because you know grandma and grandpa were hurt that I didn't see them and uncle Stephen was less hurt but did call me a bitch <laughs> <laughs> jokingly 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 you sneaky little bitch or something like that. It was really funny. It was really fucking funny. But, right. you know, and while people are understanding, it is something I have to learn. I have to learn how to set boundaries and be okay with it because not for nothing. I mean, you've been saying this for a long time. For the 12 years I've lived in Virginia, I've nobody's been saying, come to see you. Nobody comes to see me. And, and when I come up to Jersey... There's a finite period of time, and there's 7,000 family members. And they're all over the state. And often not willing to be in the same vicinity as each other. Yeah. So it's got to be, like, it, it has to be It's a separate out. thing. Yeah. And as Guinevere has gotten older and much more difficult, also, she has an intention when she comes up what she wants to do. Yeah. So it has to be, like, there's a lot of consideration of, how am I going to make this work and try to... How am I going to see everyone and not hurt anybody? And, and not, you can't. You can't no, you fit can't. everybody in. And that's the reality. That's the reality that's is that you can't. I take separate trips. I'll be like, okay, so I'm coming... Sometimes, like this week, I came up without Guinevere because, one, I have a lot more freedom and I can get around a lot easier. Um, and also, I can have adult conversations yeah and it's easier but I'll take separate trips so you know when I come up for girls night with my friends I don't tell anyone that we're related to at all that I've been in New Jersey right I just call my friends I'm like okay so where are we doing this all right whose house can I crash on Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get there super late Friday night yeah yeah I I didn't realize I didn't tell anybody but that makes oh no because you tell me every time but I did get in trouble (laughs) At one point, because I saw uh, Uncle Rob's brother, Shane, Oops. dad is seen, and he was like, yeah, Shane's out with Cheryl. And so it got around. It got around. It got around, and they were like, I didn't know Cheryl was here. Like, what's going on there? And I was like, I wasn't here for family. I was here to see my friends, but Shane checked on something on my car for me. So mm, I, was like, oh. I was like, hey, I'm sneaking up real quick. Let's not tell anybody. I'm going to be, and I'm even in the same town. As yes. some of our family members, mm-hmm. but I'm seeing friends, so I'm like, yeah, no, we can't. I, that's one of the things I'm like paranoid about going into a Wawa. Am I gonna run into Dad and he's gonna be like, I didn't know you were here. Why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, Dad doesn't go to Wawa pretty much, so or, that's not the person. You might run into Aunt Dawn or I might whoever or Uncle I could, Rob or whatever. Yeah. I could run into somebody and they'll be like, uh, what's happening? Why didn't you tell us you were here? But here's the thing with you though. So you come here often enough that at this point I feel like it's probably an easier pill to swallow that they didn't see you this time. It's like, okay, well, next time it'll be soon, blah, blah, blah. I'm living across the country, and and it hasn't been as long. You know what I mean? Right. So it feels – and I have come back to visit a lot. You've been here a lot. I've been here a lot. <laughs> but I feel like because I'm across the country, I'm like, you know, over 2,000 miles away. They don't away. take me for granted the way they do me. Maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sorry to say it like that, but yeah. you said it like that, not me. Well, I don't know. But, like, kind of a thing. It's harder for me to get. I don't know what You the, are the favorite. We have said many times oh you're the favorite. So. I'm mom's favorite. I'm not everybody's favorite. <laughs> Aunt Laura, who's your favorite? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's just the dog. Yeah. Without it. Miss.
missing a beat. She goes, Cleo. <laughs> Common knowledge. Common knowledge. Everybody knows. That's not even one of the dogs that that passed away anymore either, right? Nope. Yep. She says the dog that passed away. Aww. Common knowledge. Aww. So, Laura, for this conversation, you can pitch it. How How is that for you? Like, does it bother you? I'm sure it's not great when I come up and I only say at Aunt Joan's with Guinevere and I don't make it over here. But you don't seem to get nearly as offended as other family members mm-hmm. if I were to just come here and not see them. Like, you don't No, because I had to deal with it with Grandma and Grandpa. I made those separate trips. Oh. That I would go to Grandma's house and nobody... Uncle Tommy always knew I was in town, but, like, Grandpa didn't know because of their relationship being and be like, so how much time were you at daddy's house? Yeah. Oh, you went to your mother's first and all that. So, um, do you get us? So, yes, even with my own parents, because I just felt like the rag mom. So, the only one that ever knew that I was in town was my mother. Mm. Should we move this way a little bit? Happen to be our, at our aunt's, and this conversation came up while she's sitting right here, so we put her on the spot. Testing. All right, let's see how this works. It looks like it's working. <laughs> you're on the podcast. You're our very first guest. I never even knew what a podcast was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a podcast is, and I'm a guest. I just see it on TV. <laughs> That's so funny because I was listening to Docs today, obviously, because it's a day. And today, um, <laughs> and during the fact check, they had Monica's dad. Oh, and they talk about Monica's dad a lot. And he was like, what? and Dax is like, isn't it amazing that your daughter is all puppy? And he's like, I don't get it. <laughs> uh, like just pretty much like, okay, great. Circle back. I miss like the last year of Grandma's life because she was mad at me, wouldn't answer my calls. Because I was going to bring, Guinevere was a baby, baby infant, and I was bringing her up to Pennsylvania. I had main calls, and I don't honestly know who I called first, but I got in touch with Grandpa first and said, so I'm going to be up on this day and made arrangements to see him. When I called Grandma, she never called me back because she got word that I'd made arrangements with Grandpa first before we had gotten a chance to speak. So she just decided that I had chosen grandpa over her and that wasn't the case at all mm-hmm. because we were in the car we made the trip together right miss and i was like yeah i want to go by grandma's but she's not even answering her phone and i was like should we just stop there yeah. so she never got to meet grandma or guinevere mm-hmm. yeah and i remember that it was very 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 upsetting for me and then when she passed i was so angry and i would see pictures of grandma she was at sarah's communion and sarah's just like a couple months younger than guinevere and i was like be really honest with you sarah is is like carolyn is a step grandchild i'm her oldest grandchild you won't even take my phone call and you're at her communion (laughs) like i was so angry or not communion, probably baptism, or whatever they do with the babies, the religious, the first religious thing. The baptism. The baptism. The baptism. So it was, it was very, very upsetting. Uh, in my head, I'm going, Sarah had her communion? I don't remember. I wasn't there. <laughs> You're worried about grandma? <laughs> I'm a kid, grandma. <laughs> I don't know. True. There was True. a white dress. <laughs> there was a white dress. There was a baby and a white dress and family and everybody's dressed up and there so there's an event and it's a religious event with kids and I don't know what all of the, the order of all of the events. Okay. Yeah, my just been Easter. Yeah. Would sneak in and out because after the third time of making sure I've seen both of them and who I was having dinner with and how much time I spent with this one compared to that one and. And the, especially Grandma would, was one that when you got back to her house, because usually I slept at her house, it was the being questioned. Yeah. 
the, the third degree. So what you guys do? So what's your father up to? Normally, what's your fucking father up to? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I would make sneak drinks. So that's where I get it from. Because you were calling me out on this one because I separated time with Anton. And I was like, okay, so I'm I'm leaving at the end of the weekend. And I'm coming over to Aunt Laura's. But as far as Anton knows, I'm home. Until she listens to this episode. Until she listens to this episode. <laughs> And, and this is why I think in our lives, honesty is the best policy. I want to make sure that I have time for everybody. But we have a large family. Mm-hmm. We have a large family and we have a separated family. So there's dad's side too. And mm-hmm. especially over these last two years, I moved right before the world shut down. So when I came back to visit, it was kind of hard to see everybody because some people weren't, some people were quarantining and some people weren't seeing anybody and blah, blah, blah. And so I had the same issues like with my grandparents on dad's side and so I like really hurt their feelings when I didn't see them on Christmas but everybody had been coming into contact with somebody that had COVID so I only was that one aunt on and then dad and team and that was it yeah yeah that was a that was a day that was a day <laughs> <laughs> that was a Christmas for the books that was that was um yeah it was it was was challenging and it was like well I would like to see you but you don't want to see me because I've been traveling like yes right so, so that was tricky and 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 it, yeah that was tricky it was difficult and you know and I was here for three months at the beginning of everything and like grandma and grandpa were not seeing anybody so I couldn't I didn't see them until the very end and even then it was like pretty short-lived and Outside, six feet apart. Outside. At the end. With masks. No, the mask wasn't big then yet at that point. But Grandma did say at the end, I want to hug. Because we were not going to touch each other. And I was like, I want to hug. Yeah. I did that with our first happy hour when we went out. It was like, so we went out and we all kind of like saved up. We had a bigger table. We weren't six feet apart because we're at a table together. And then at the end, we're all leaving. Someone was like, "Well, I'm gonna hug Stu. Well, I'm gonna hug Stu." And then, so we all hugged Stu, and then we're like, "This you is just freaking crazy. Why yeah. are we just hugging each other? Like, mm-hmm. get over it." We literally just sat at a table next to each other. It's yes. fine. Yeah. But yeah. and everything was outside, and was like, "Oh, well." Yeah. So we kind of broke that in yeah. the weirdest sort of way, just like, "Well." So now all that that fear, now that like most of that fear is gone. It's, um, you didn't know she has tattoo on her side? No, I don't know anything. This was my very first one when I was 17. My dad got me this great Aunt Ruth said on her 99th birthday. So is that one. It surprised me because she told me she was going to get this little thing, and it was just going to be the date, and that was her entire side of her body. <laughs> I never said it was going to be a little thing. I, I was going to put a tree. All right, well, she told me just. The G-A-R and the date. Yeah, that must have been all I communicated to you, I guess. But that was going with a tree. I wanted a whole magnolia tree. This is, this is supposed to be way bigger than this, actually. This is be like... Yeah, it definitely shocked me. But the guy said that trees don't do well on the side. And I was set on where I wanted it to be. So instead of the whole magnolia tree, we did magnolia flowers. And I love it. I love it's it. beautiful. And so it holds that very well. It's just like... Oh, man. Well, 13 years old now. Yeah, since 2004. So you got it in, like, 2005, 6, right? No, I got it in 2010. Oh. This is for my high school graduation. Oh, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, in 2005, I was 13. Yeah, yeah. so you did not get it then. No. That's right, you're young. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. You couldn't have gotten a tattoo in 2005. No. No, but I got it when I was 17. But you had the idea. You wanted it when you were... I wanted it as soon as she passed. Yeah. So maybe that's why we had been talking about it. I talked about it from the time I was 13 until I got it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. But it was was shocking to be your very first tattoo. It was really shocking when Grandma saw my arm tattoo. She thought I was going to come back with this little thing, and then I went, whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was going to be about this, 
to. But then when you put it on me, I was like, all right, let's do, let's do it. I like it. Thank you. Very pretty. I love it. I can't wait to do I'm going to do the Ganesh on this one. That's so exciting. A what? Ganesh, the elephant thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just didn't hear you say the word. We just can't keep Aunt Laura up all night. Because she blames me. Because we start talking, and she's never done talking. Well, that's how we do. That's why we started a podcast. Yeah. Because we're never done talking to each other. Which is beautiful. I was noticing that you girls really... You girls talking to We do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and with the podcast, we have to circle back a lot. Because we're like, we'll go on a tangent and be like, oh, that's right, but now we have an audience. Now we have an audience and a point. Bring it back, back to <laughs> and yeah. not lose the point. Because I think normal conversations, we wouldn't circle back nearly as no, much. No, no, but we do have, yeah, we kind of circle back to the topic. Like, we have to finish the story and yeah. what the topic is and the point that we're trying to get across. Yeah. It's hilarious. Pull it all together. <laughs> the, end, the end product definitely sounds way better than it does during the fact. Because we recorded one, too, that during it we were like, this is shit. This is horrible. We're going to have to yeah. re-record the whole thing. She listened to it after, and she's like, we really don't have to re-record. It sounded fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's not as bad as we thought it was. Because by the end, we were like, all right, there's definitely the end part where we were just sitting there, and I was like, I'm tired. Like, I'm just done. <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah. Me too. She's like, I'm hungry. I'm tired. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I think we need to just be done. And how do we finish this? I don't know. Just all right, so we love Doug Shepard. Bye. <laughs> like, that's our point. That's our situation. It was so funny. <laughs> like, the end, we definitely need to fix the end. <laughs> but I might leave the end in there because it's so funny. We just got to a point where we're like, Da-da. okay, so listen, here's the real situation. I'm done with this. <laughs> I love that. I love it. But we do keep it very honest and very real. Yeah, fun. so that's how we end up going on tangents, and then we go, okay, so to circle it back. And we say that often. Yes. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. You heard that? Yeah. Circle it back. Probably. I've been listening to a lot of this. I love it. <laughs> it's what really was enjoyable for me, though. Not that your conversation itself isn't really cool. When you guys were in the other room, I'm here listening to you to giggle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We do that a lot. You do. do. <laughs> we do say that every single episode. It starts with us laughing. It does. There's a little giggle fest in the beginning of every episode. <laughs> it's fun. It is fun. We like spending time with each other. We so do. even if this goes nowhere and we have like five people who listen to it ever in the history it's of our life. It's really enjoyable for us and those five people. Yeah. Because it's fun. And we love it. We're spending time together. <laughs> That's going to be my husband telling me that he's doing this and that. This no, it's, it's crystal. Oh, oh, this is our second time. You probably answer. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I don't know. I'm on a podcast right now. <laughs> yeah. I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, cousin. Hi, cousin. Hello. 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 Hi, Dad. Hi, Hi. Hello. Hi, Dad. Hi, Hi. Hello. Hi, Dad. Hi, Hi. Hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. Hi, Dad.
<laughs> he about face. He was like, I'm going that is a smart man. Um, I'm going to pause our normal conversation right here, right here, right now, just to close up our podcast real quick. So, listeners, thank you for listening. Everybody who joined in on this podcast, thank you for joining in. We got to meet some of our family. I love you guys all so much. And <laughs> love you. And like, subscribe, and check out our website and all that good stuff. Sisterlysituationspodcast.com. Thank you for listening. I love you. I love you. Mwah. Okay, thanks, guys. Bye-bye, <laughs> people.